Hey friend, welcome back to the show. If you listen in each week, you might have noticed there wasn't a new episode last week, and this week's episode was not aired on Thursday like I usually do. That's because the month of April has been a wild ride for me, and unfortunately this podcast was the one thing I could push off for a little while. And for that, I owe you an apology. I promised you I would show up for you each week, and I'm sorry I let you down. But now we're back, and I've got some great ideas and guests lined up for you. In this episode, we're talking about the importance of coping skills, and really how you can build your coping toolbox. So let's dive in, shall we? I knew April was going to be busy. And when I say busy, I mean busy. I've known it since January. And for some reason, I kept telling myself it would be okay. And really, it was okay. Better than okay, in fact. And yet, I still found myself very overwhelmed and doing what I could do to just keep moving. Like, bare minimum here, folks. Anthony has wanted to go to Legoland, Florida for the past three years. We had plans to go for his birthday in 2020, and then COVID hit hard, and we weren't able to travel. This year, we finally made it happen for him. When we were planning the trip, we knew we didn't want to go over the summer, which is when his birthday is, because Florida in late June or early July is hot and humid. So we decided to go during our school's faux spring break. I call it a faux break because he ended up getting Good Friday and the Monday after Easter off of school. That's a long weekend, not a spring break. But alas, I digress. Anthony's faux spring break occurred the week of Brian and I celebrating 13 years of marriage and the week before Brian's 40th birthday. I had begun planning a big surprise party for him back in January, so I knew it was going to be a busy couple of weeks preparing for vacation, being on vacation, returning to clients, and then putting the final touches on Brian's surprise party. The months leading up to April, I made sure to talk to all of my clients about my absence, record guest interviews for this podcast, edit those interviews, and prepare for a busy couple of weeks. I did my best. I really did. Just like I believe you're doing your best, even when it doesn't feel like it. Sometimes our best doesn't meet our expectations, or the expectations of those around us. Sometimes we do all the right things, we still don't get the result we wanted. That doesn't mean we're failures, and we definitely shouldn't beat ourselves up for it. Here I am, owning my shortcoming with not planning or prepping enough to meet my expectation of getting episodes out to you each and every week, in the hopes that my story can help you let go of some guilt and shame and be a little bit more gentle with yourself. Had I not planned ahead so much, I would have been even more overwhelmed Let me just say, I don't think being overwhelmed is a bad thing. It happens. It's an emotion. And if you remember from previous episodes, emotions are messages from your body. So rather than freaking out, making things more intense for myself, I allowed myself to experience the overwhelm. This is where those handy dandy coping tools come in. I said to myself, okay, this feeling of overwhelm isn't comfortable and I know it won't last forever. What is my body trying to tell me? 
After checking in with myself, I recognized that my body was communicating to me it had taken on more than I can handle at one time, and something had to be taken off my plate. First coping tool I used here was believing emotions are not good or bad, positive or negative, but rather seeing them as messages from the body. Did you know this was a coping mechanism? Sure is. Our beliefs can most definitely be coping tools, and this one sets the stage for all the others to come into play. I like to envision a coping toolbox. You know those big metal boxes with lots of drawers that you see in a garage, shop, or at your mechanics? That's what I picture. And of course, mine is purple. Now, if you're just starting out with building a coping toolbox, it might be easier for you to envision a smaller box or maybe even a tool belt. This way you don't get overwhelmed and you have less of a tendency to focus on all of the unused space in your toolbox. Starting small is a good idea. You can always get bigger and bigger toolboxes as you acquire more coping tools. When you're starting out and have a smaller toolbox, you might find yourself always reaching for the same coping tool. I want to caution you on this. You've likely heard me say, you can't build a house with only a saw. Just as having lots of tools is helpful while building a house, it's helpful to have a range of tools to assist with the vast range of emotions you will experience. When you think of coping tools, what comes to mind? Seriously, take a few moments to sit with this topic and see what your brain comes up with. I asked the Live Healthily Ever After Facebook community what their go-to coping tools are, and this is what some of them had to say. Going for a drive with my music turned up, turning on the music and dancing, taking a long hot shower, taking a nap, petting cats, cuddling my dogs, drinking wine, coloring, yoga, and deep breathing, just to share a few. But before we go any further, I want to remind you that emotions are not things we need to be afraid of, try to avoid, need to manage or deal with. Instead, remember how I said your beliefs can be a coping tool? Let's tap into that and start shifting your belief around emotions. Shifting to this belief that emotions are messages from the body and are meant to be experienced. When you believe emotions are neutral and messages from the body, you can relax into feeling the feels and experiencing the emotion rather than trying to run away and hide from it. Which means the emotion will be experienced and if uncomfortable, will pass sooner. You try running away or avoiding the emotion, it will continue coming back louder and louder. Any other Harry Potter fans in here? Remember at the beginning of the Sorcerer's Stone or Philosopher's Stone, depending on where you live, when Harry first gets his invitation to Hogwarts. It starts with just one letter delivered in the Daily Post. Unfortunately, that letter is discarded by fuddy-duddy Uncle Vernon. The next day, another letter arrives, and again, it's tossed aside. This continues to the point that thousands of letters arrive, flooding in through the mail slot, the windows, and even the fireplace. This is what happens when you ignore or avoid feeling. The emotions get louder and louder and more persistent. So rather than ignoring that letter, try opening it up and see what the message is. Okay, so moving on. I'm going to assume you are open to this idea that emotions aren't good or bad, positive or negative, and if it helps, I'm going to refer to them as comfortable and uncomfortable. 
because the emotion is different, it's felt differently, and it has a different message, it makes sense that you would use a different coping tool. Just like if you wanted to cut a board to make a wall, you would use a saw. And if you wanted to connect two boards, you would use a nail and hammer or a screw and screwdriver. It makes sense that if you're feeling anger, you would use a different tool than when you're feeling happy. Now, I know what you might be thinking. Wait a minute, Sabrina. You want me to use a coping tool for when I'm happy? Why do I need to cope with feeling happy? Oh, my dear friend. If this sounds like something you're thinking, you're likely still holding on to the idea that emotions are good or bad, which leads to the idea that only bad or uncomfortable feelings need to be dealt with. So here's a gentle reminder for the fifth time in this episode that emotions aren't good or bad. They are all messages from the body. And I encourage you to broaden your thoughts on coping tools to include all ways of experiencing emotions. I'll share some of my tools for experiencing happiness. Smiling. Yep, smiling is a physical reaction to happiness, and it can also be a coping tool or a way to experience that happiness. Crying. Ever cry because you are just so gosh darn happy? Last Friday, I was doing a grocery pickup in preparation for Brian's surprise birthday party. My mother-in-law had arrived at the house a few hours earlier, surprising him, which was the first of many surprises for the weekend. And as I was driving home, I was overcome with such happiness and joy and love that the tears just started flowing, and I embraced them with a smile. Laughing is also another way to experience happiness. Now, we've talked briefly about coping tools for more comfortable emotions like happiness, but what about those uncomfortable feelings? My first suggestion was to shift your belief to emotions being neutral messages from the body. And yes, if you're counting, this makes the sixth mention of this. Are you catching on to how important I think this is? And my second suggestion is to start small. What do I mean by starting small? Well, when you aren't used to feeling those uncomfortable emotions, it can be scary and overwhelming to start feeling them all at once. What I tell clients is to listen to a song that elicits an emotion. Turn it on and allow yourself to experience that emotion for the duration of the song. That means you're sitting with the emotion for three to five minutes. Please, please, please don't choose a song that's over five minutes in length. This allows you to experience the emotion for a specific length of time and allows you to practice experiencing it while also reminding yourself that the feeling won't last forever. Try doing this once a day. You can choose the same song each day and notice how your experience changes over the course of a week. If you try this, please send me an email at info at sabrinarogers.com letting me know how it went for you. I'm excited to hear it. Once you increase your comfort level with being uncomfortable, you can start to practice other coping strategies. Let's talk about some other coping tools you can start practicing or practice more of. You might remember from episode 41, How to Cope with Emotions Without Using Food, where I shared my idea for having and utilizing coping tools that are good to use in the moment while you're experiencing an emotion, and also having tools that have a cumulative effect of lowering stress or increasing your comfort level with discomfort, or as we say in the counseling world, increasing your window of tolerance. Some of the following tools, when done regularly and consistently, 
help you build that window of tolerance and can also be used in the moment. Yoga and meditation are great examples of these double dippers. The more consistent you practice both, the more cumulative effects you will experience. And they're also great to use in the moment to help you experience an emotion. Journaling is also another great double dipper, as is self-coaching. All of these things are key components of my work with clients. Other, more long-term coping strategies include having a daily routine, having a bedtime routine, nourishing yourself both physically and mentally, getting quality sleep, moving your body, and using your support system. Engaging in hobbies is another long-term coping strategy, as is establishing and maintaining healthy boundaries. Now let's talk a bit about tools to use in the moment. I hope some of these help you broaden your ideas on what coping skills are and what you can add to your toolbox. As mentioned earlier, going for a drive, taking a hot shower or a long bath, listening to music, talking to a friend, going for a walk, these are all great ways to experience an emotion in the present moment. In the moment coping tools also include eating delicious foods, deep breathing or breath work, leaving the situation, coloring, painting, crying, screaming, yelling, moving your body, cleaning and organizing. Grounding techniques can also be used in the moment and can include using a weighted blanket or something else to apply gentle pressure, playing with Play-Doh, or feeling other textures to engage your senses, things like grains of rice, different fabrics, or shaving cream. These are just some ideas to get you started thinking about other tools you can practice and add to your toolbox. I'm curious, do you have other tools I didn't mention? I'd love to hear them if you do. You are unique, so your coping toolbox will be unique. What works for me may not work for you. I mentioned earlier that you wouldn't try to build a house with only a saw, and it's helpful to have a range of items in your toolbox. That means learning about different tools, trying them out, and deciding if you want to keep them or toss them. If you're interested in learning more about meditation and breathwork, or you want to create a more focused practice around these things, Enchanted may be what you're looking for. This is a monthly membership that will help you relax, rejuvenate, declutter your mind, banish negative thoughts, increase your ability to focus, feel confident, decrease anxiety, and improve your overall mood. I'm offering all of my listeners a chance to try it free for seven days. During this time, you get instant and unlimited access to bite-sized meditations that are under 15 minutes and full-size meditations that are 30 to 60 minutes. I teach you how to use your breath to connect with your body and how to let go of the stress. If you decide this is something you enjoy and want to continue, you get to have new meditations to follow every month. That's great. If you decide this is not your cup of tea, no worries, but I hope this helps open your mind to other possibilities to add to your coping toolbox. I've put a link for more information and to register in the show notes. Well, friend, I did it. I managed to get this episode done and only a day behind schedule. And now I'm back in the groove. So stay tuned for next week's episode. I'm bringing fellow mind-body-eating coach Jen Cedar on the show to share her experience with emotional eating and ditching diets. Until next time, I wish you well and happy eating.